Hi everyone and welcome to the What Are We Even Doing Here podcast. The podcast that seeks to answer the question of what are we even doing here from a biblical perspective. This is both in our own personal lives and the world in general. I'm Daryl and I'm joined with my wife Karen. Yo. Yo. What's up? <laughs> Nothing much. How are you today? I am just ducky. Ducky. Where'd that come from? Because uh, it's calm on top, swimming like heck on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's how ducks swim. <laughs> right? You're, they look all calm on the surface, but if you look underneath, they're swimming like heck. <laughs> that's ducky. Well, that, that, then that is exactly <laughs> accurate. That's, right? yeah. that's exactly how I am. <laughs> Fantastic. Is that real? That's what that's what that's what somebody at work told me. That's what uh, the off, our office manager oh said. Oh my gosh! That's awesome. <laughs> so it must be true. <laughs> she probably saw it on the internet. Yeah. So you know, everything on the internet's true, or so they say. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. So what? <laughs> Where do we go from that? I think that's a wrap. People just learn the Thanks. best thing ever. What what when people say ducky, what it really means. All right, well, we can't go anywhere from there. Until next time, Until next we time. <laughs> we pray that you. <sighs> so, uh, anything cool happened over the weekend? Yeah, something really cool happened over the weekend. Cool. All right, so Karen, <laughs> what, what are we even doing? Uh, wait, I guess I should ask what. Oh my gosh. What uh, what cool thing happened over the weekend? Maybe it's something different than. It's probably a lot of cool things. We went to the mall. That was cool. <laughs> Against my will. Right. Who goes to the mall anymore? I know. <laughs> we just needed to go to Joanne Fabrics, and yeah. somehow, Daryl wasn't driving the car home I, after I hadn't that. I've been to the mall in a while. I was like, let's just go walk around the mall and see what. <laughs> Like, what no. stuff is there? No, but there's no reason to walk around the yeah. mall. Then you got stuff from. I Payless, was getting mad, and then and I yeah, like some stuff from the dollar store. <laughs> some party prep materials. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, some it's, tins for my food. <laughs> it's weird too. They have carpet on the second floor of the mall. It's like, <laughs> like when you walk around the outside yeah, of the stores, yeah, that was weird. It's carpeted, like. Who does that? <laughs> Why did they do that? Who, Why who designed this mall? Oh, we're going to put carpet on the second floor. <laughs> it's probably pain to clean. But anyway. Anyway, Karen, what are we even doing here? Well, what else happened over the weekend? Oh, yeah. We did <laughs> another cool thing. That wasn't just the mall. <laughs> uh, somebody got baptized on Sunday at church. Somebody that lives here. Somebody that lives here. Not four-legged creature. <laughs> Is that, I don't know. I'm sure there are people who baptize their dogs. Yeah. I mean, but no, our daughter got baptized. She made a profession of faith and wanted to publicly show show the world, at least yeah. our, our church. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she got baptized. And she's like, are you going to cry the whole time? <laughs> like, yes. I'm like, probably. Yes. <laughs> and it's on, we have it on video and... We yeah. showed the Facebook world, at least our friends that follow our personal pages. So, yeah. if you want to see our daughter get baptized, you can relive it on Facebook. We should do it in slow-mo. 
kind of hard to see when you but when she went under the font she like disappeared like <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool yeah and so. that was cool so if you're a believer and you haven't been baptized i'd say do it because it is a command i believe it's a command that we're commanded to be baptized when we profess faith and you just miss out on the you know the covenant seal of of baptism you know we we uh that's what I'm looking for. Identify with Christ in our baptism. We, we were buried, you know, we believe, again, believer's baptism by submersion under the water. So you go under to to be buried with him in death, and then you're risen out to newness of life, life in Christ. And that's what we say when we baptize somebody at, at our church. So I encourage you to be baptized if you haven't, if you're a believer. And that's that. It's a command. <laughs> Not my command, but the Lord's command. Right. So, should we get to the topic of today? What is the topic of today? Well, what are we even doing here? We, <laughs> uh, the topic of today is trusting God. You know, yes. waiting, waiting on God, trusting Him, and that's easy to say, but uh, hard to do. Hard to do. Uh, so I'll just open it up with this verse here. Unless you want to read it, do you want to read it? Me read it. You read it. Me you. You me. Go ahead, Daryl. Okay. You're, you're the first reader. Verse. Oh, well, I'll read this one, and you can share whatever other one you would like. Okay. So Proverbs, chapter three, verses five and six. Yes, verses <laughs> five to six. Very. You popular. all knew that. A lot of people have this tattooed on them somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> or it's in their house, you know, or uh, it's on. They wrote it on their school textbook brown paper bag the brown cover. bag cover <laughs> oh what am i Back saying they don't do that anymore in the 80s and 90s <laughs> but anyway it's trust in the lord with all your heart do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight amen 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 is right <laughs> so it's hard you know we can ask the question what does it mean to trust in the lord and and you know, there's many scriptures that tell us to do that. And basically, just trusting in the Lord, trusting in God, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, you, some people use the analogy of, you know, you, you see a seat, you, you sit down on it because you trust that it's going to hold you. And that's kind of a way to trust in God. Like, you got to trust that he has you, that he's going to hold you. And you can trust in those promises because, uh, you know, that's what his word says. And... It's interesting in this study note here in my ESV study Bible. <laughs> it says, if for, with all your heart, with all your heart indicates that trust goes beyond intellectual assent to a deep reliance on the Lord, a settled confidence in his care and his faithfulness in his word. So it's, it's, it goes just beyond that intellectual mind, like, yes, I'm going to trust in him, but it, it's a deep commitment to actually doing it and faithfulness to his word. So it's in his word and his promises of what he said he will do because he is God and he cannot lie, so we can trust in him. Right. I had two devotionals that kind of mentioned trusting God this week. Or, or waiting, and one of them put it as keeping yourself faithful to his leading. Mm. So I thought that was pretty good um, because you're, 
you're trying to not be led by your own worldly desires, I guess you could say. Yeah, and in verse, you know, the second part of verse five, do not lean on your on your own understanding. How many times do we, you know, as humans, we do that? It's we, really hard to not do that. <laughs> right. Like we see things in our lives, and we're like, we try to analyze that and be like, you know, this isn't a blessing. You know, this can't be from God. You know, mm-hmm. why isn't He answering this right now? I want this right now. You know, wh- why am I stressed out about this? Should I be stressed out about it? You know, and it's we're trying to lean on our own understanding and we're not obeying the trust in the Lord with all your heart part. Right. And I think it's especially hard the way the world is today. You know, the way our culture is, because we're not used to waiting for anything. Mm. So I think the number one prayer request I get from friends and, you know, whoever is that they're waiting for something. And they're, you know, like, when is God going to give me that job? When is God going to give me that spouse? When is God going to give me that um, baby? Mm. You know, like so many things we want. It's it's like the the normal steps of America, <laughs> of the American culture. Like step one, you know, go to college. Step two, mm. get a great job. Step three, get married. Step four have kids you know and it i feel like people feel like they're not their failure if all those things don't line up and we just need to trust god and that you know his plan is always better no matter what yeah and even in that you know it's making me think of some stuff here like you know people often ask you know how do i know which college to go to or how do i know who to marry or how do I know, yeah. you know, so while they're waiting and, and trying, or maybe they don't want to get married. Like maybe they, you know, yeah, or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. the case be, but maybe, but yeah. So they, they like, will wait for this, you know, a sign, you know, they pray for a sign, yeah. which isn't really biblical. It's more of a pagan thing to wait for out outward signs, which God, yeah, he will show us signs, but you know, it, it, trusting in him again is, is, to be in his word and praying biblically and consulting with people who are in his word who pray biblically and that's where the trust comes in trusting that God will lead you through his people through the means he has already declared to lead us through mm-hmm. and to just follow through and just go for it and that's where I think sometimes the trouble lies is discerning you know is this the time to go for it mm-hmm. or should I still wait patiently you know, just saying that right now makes me think of the story with, with Abraham mm-hmm. when he was told he would have a son. Yeah. And then him and Sarah kind of take things into their own hands, mm-hmm. which God blessed that, you know, that uh, child that he had with, with Hagar. You know, he still blessed Ishmael. And then he still gave him Isaac. Right. You know, so so even in our maybe taking steps into our own hands, God will still bless us but we should still wait on him right uh, and you you can't blame him i mean he he was like a (laughs) hundred and he still is credited for having faith so he still had faith that god would still answer that prayer or answer (laughs) give him the promised seed yeah and through isaac uh, his offspring would be many like we can't even wait a year for something in this 
in our in our world. So it's like, yeah. uh, well, that great theologian Thomas Petty said, "The waiting <laughs> is the hardest part." That's right. So, and he, he he's got a big influence. Is the hardest yeah. part. That's my Tom Petty. Thank you. Thank you very much. He'll be here all, all week. And that other song I'm... from Fireproof keeps popping into my head. Okay. I'm waiting, <laughs> waiting on you. Anyway, that's our favorite movie. It is. Fireproof. We'll do an episode <laughs> Thank on you, that. Kirk. Kirk Cameron saving. I named my keyboard saving. after Kirk. Kurt's. But now I'm selling it. Kirk. Cool. Kirk. Kirk's. Kurt's Kurt's file. Mm. <laughs> nice. Yeah, fireproof. Oh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll need, rent maybe, it. Maybe I'll name my new keyboard Kurt Kirk too, just because. Yeah. We're gonna name it Charlie, but Charlie, like after Charles Spurgeon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Maybe he could have a middle name, Charlie Kirk. <laughs> what are we talking well, about? Spurgeon's middle name anyway. is Haddon. Charles Haddon Spurgeon. <laughs> But, so, uh, um, what? Yeah. What well, you this. Got? What you got? I've been reading this "Streams in the Desert" devotional, recommended by a friend, and so far it's really good because it's like, it it fills that literary. Is that the word I want? <laughs> There's like poetry in it and all different. It's it's very satisfying to read. But anyway. I I shared this with my worship team also, um, but I'll just read a little part of it because it's about waiting. Um, Must life be considered a failure for someone compelled to stand still, forced into inaction, and required to watch the great roaring tides of life from shore? No, victory is then to be won by standing still and quietly waiting. Yet this is a thousand times harder to do than in the past when you rushed headlong into the busyness of life. It requires much more courage to stand stand and wait and still not lose heart or lose hope to submit to the will of God, to give up opportunities for work and leave honors to others and to be quiet, confident, and rejoicing while the busy multitude goes happily along their way. Hmm. So I think this just reminds you like how hard it is to actually just wait you know don't don't trust your own plan i mean i, I guess it's hard to really distinguish because i make plans all the time i start things and then i abandon them and then i start things and then i abandon them hmm. <laughs> i'm like how do you know if god wants you to do this thing or not right you know yeah i think things like that though you, I, again i just 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 do them you know, I'm like this but, podcast. I kept <laughs> saying, like, what, what, you know, who, who are Daryl and Karen? I almost said Carol and Darren. <laughs> yeah. That's our alter ego. Yeah. Who are Carol and Darren that, <laughs> you know, anyone should listen to their podcast? What, what do they have to say that's, you know? Well, those five people that listen really <laughs> like it. That's all that matters. But it's not just because they're our friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we uh, appreciate everyone who listens. But yeah, I think sometimes like that, you just, I don't know, you got to just do it. Yeah, but, lately I've been kind of feeling that way. I'm like, you know what, let me just do everything. <laughs> let me just burn myself out now. Well, in there, that would be trusting in the talents that God has given us and believing mm. that he has given us talents, you know, and, and still staying humble 
if you can. Yeah. But just do what you got. You know, do what you can with what you got. And just improve on it. And do it to all to the glory of God. And trust that he will use it. However he wants to use it. Right. Uh, for me, trusting in God is hard at times because I'm very impatient. You know that. <laughs> I just want to... Uh-huh. Just, just, can we do this now? I don't want to wait. Let's do it now. <laughs> let's go. Uh, and I'm like, let's prepare. <laughs> We're all the way but, down to like... See, that's my conflict is I'm impatient and slightly lazy. I'm saying slightly <laughs> because I don't want to say the truth. But <laughs> <laughs> So impatience and laziness don't go together very much. Yeah. Uh, so, so I'm working on that. I'm a work yeah. in progress. But that's hard to trust in there because you want it done. But then, you know, part of trusting God might be on my own part of not listening and not following through with what he has. Mm-hmm. So, so I do. I lean on my own understanding too much, even in those things. You know, because trusting in God can be in, in these little things. It doesn't always have to be in these, the tragic disasters that might happen in your life it's could be in these little things you know it doesn't always have to be just you know what job you know what this or that I like should all do. the big things yeah it could just be like stu- even studying the word and, and finding time for that or mm-hmm. or even you know just just taking care of your family just finding that well, time it's actually and trusting him. Everything. Yeah. It's every yeah, single everything, thing. Right? Just trust but him. Instead of giving examples, just mm-hmm. say. And it's, it's everything. Yeah, it's trust him and and move forward. Right. Basically. So you can't it's not just this trust and I'm gonna sit here until you do something. Yeah. Because him doing something is doing it through sometimes a lot of times very ordinary means. Just living. Yeah. Just living to the best of your mm-hmm. ability with the knowledge you have right. through what you've learned in God's word. And that can that goes very much with verse six in all your ways and what basically in what you do, acknowledge him. So in everything you're already doing, acknowledge him. Give him the glory for it. And he will make straight your paths. So just keep acknowledging him, giving him the glory. Praying, being in the word, moving forward, and he will make straight your paths. Well, sometimes we wait too much. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's my problem most of the time. I'm so unsure of what to do that I get paralyzed and don't do anything. (laughs) I'm like, what if... what if so-and-so thinks, you know, it's a dumb idea or what if, and I think that like that worldly humanity kind of comes into play. You know, I start caring what the world thinks instead of what God thinks, you know, so that could be hard. So there's no real easy answer. (laughs) (laughs) There's not an easy answer. And, And, you know, the question next could be like, what could cause us not to trust? And basically, we kind of answered it before. It's like our impatience, uh, un- unbelief. Like we're not, tr- we don't trust because we don't believe. Because we read these scriptures, but do they really sink into our hearts? Has the Holy Spirit continued to grow us 
you know and that even in the not trusting is part of our sanctification because it could cause us to lean in more and we're not even realizing that if that makes any sense it does to me so I don't care <laughs> <laughs> wait what did you say that you could lean in you would you, lean yeah. in more because when you grow in patience impatient and you're it, it calls you a little a, like a lack of trust sometimes that could cause you it could send you the other way but Mm-hmm. A lot of times it will cause you to lean in more and cry out to God even more when he's yeah. not answering you right away, when you're yeah. not getting, mm-hmm. you know, instant gratification. Right. When it's a, when it's a long period of time of, of prayer, even if it's a prayer for salvation. Like if you're praying somebody to, for somebody to be saved and you've been praying for years and you're still not seeing a result, that, that can cause you not to trust. Like, come on, God. But... <laughs> Even if one person who you've prayed for to be saved, you know, say for two years, and then they get saved, and it's like, all right, God answers prayers. And it gives you encouragement to continue that prayer for somebody else. Right. And then you also have to trust that maybe what you're praying for is not God's will. Mm-hmm. You know? So that doesn't mean stop praying for it. But... That's... You mean I can't change God's will by my prayers? <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? <sighs> Isn't that what Jesus said? Pray for his will, for your will to be his will. And What? No, <laughs> it's your will be done, I think he said. <laughs> yeah. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your will be done. Your please, kingdom come. Please let me win the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> please, please. please let me win the lottery. I promise I won't spend it all on <laughs> Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. <laughs> Mountain Dew. Yeah. So why should we trust? Why? I think we answered that too. We have all these outline questions that we no, answer as we I have we all talk. these random <laughs> notes like from... Uh, well, I'm going to read from Matthew. The Gospel according to Matthew. Very, another very famous uh, verse. And this is more about being anxious about things, but this, still, if you're anxious, uh, you're not yeah. trusting. Mm-hmm. Right? Matthew 7, or sorry, Matthew 6, uh, verses 25 to 34. It's so long, but it's good. So listen to the word of God. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow, nor reap, nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more more value than they? And which of you, being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek 
first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Yeah, that's always the one I go back to when I'm when I'm worried about something. And what I have under, underlined here, I underlined it a while ago, I think, is uh, verse 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So he's not even, he's just talking about general provisions there. There's nothing like crazy, like he's not giving you like prosperity as like prosperity preachers would, would preach. It's just yeah. your general needs, food, clothing, you know, and, and the, like the birds don't gather in the barns, but God <laughs> takes care of them. I find myself using that when like our daughter wants something <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> Do you have food? Do you have clothes? Do <laughs> yeah, you have right? shelter? Then you mm-hmm. need nothing else. Need nothing else. <laughs> Just keep but I, you know, I have to remind myself of that too, because of course there's things we all want, and sometimes you just gotta simplify and be like, "Look, contentment is a struggle." And that's another thing that can help you with trusting is look around at what you already have, what God has already given you, because everything is a gift from Him. And you, you see even the little things. If Were you fed today? Yes, God fed you. You can trust him. Mm-hmm. Do you have a pair of pants on and a shirt? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have, maybe you have to wear that same pair of pants and shirt tomorrow, but you have a pair of pants and shirt. Right. So you can trust him. Did you have some clean water? You can trust him. A lot him. of people don't. <laughs> a lot of people don't. And even those that don't, God is still providing for them in some way shape or form you know and maybe he's sending missionaries to those areas as well to give them clean water you know maybe a homeless person down the street had a sandwich today somebody provided for them yeah maybe they're not in a house at this point in time but they're being provided for you know god is providing for all in his common grace even the unbeliever it rains on the just and the unjust so if, if, you know, even verse 32 in this passage, for the Gentiles seek after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. So the Gentiles are seeking after them, but many of them still are provided with food and clothing. But we are to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So we're, we're seeking the righteousness of God through Christ, and all these other things, food, clothing, will be provided for us. So we can trust him and... In this, we're, we're to seek after the kingdom and do kingdom things. Do kingdom, play kingdom games. Kingdom <laughs> games and reindeer games. Wait, that's the Rudolph song. I'm sorry. He wasn't allowed to play reindeer games because he had a red nose. Mm. It was other rude bully reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost Christmas. Yep. Couple months. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween candy's already out. <laughs> Pumpkin spice everything coming soon. <laughs> How'd I get there? I don't know. I don't know. So what other notes do we have? I think that's all the verses I had today. What else do you have? Let's see. Psalm nine ten. Nine ten. 
Taylor's turn. I have a Psalm 2. Psalm 910. Those who know your name trust in you because you have not abandoned those who seek you, Lord. So. (laughs) That kind of goes along with seek first the kingdom of God. Yeah. Right. You've not abandoned those. You've forsaken those who seek you. Those who know your name put their trust in you. So we know him through Christ. So we should be able to put our trust in him. We've already trusted him for our salvation. What more do we need to trust him for? Right. If you think of it that way, you think to the end, which is the beginning. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Then you really like, I always remind myself of that because I'm like, you know what? Whatever's going on right now in this moment, in this world, it matters, of course, but there's no reason to, to worry about it. Here's uh, another psalm, Psalm 27. I read part of this in church a couple weeks ago, but uh, I, I don't think I read this part. Uh, so Psalm 27, starting in verse 7. Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud, be gracious to me and answer me. You have said, Seek my face. My heart says to you, Your face, Lord, do I seek. Hide not your face from me. Turn not your servant away in anger. O you who have been my help, cast me not off, forsake me not, O God of my salvation. For my father and my mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. And going down to verse 14. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Wait. Wait for the <laughs> Lord. So, you know, all throughout this psalm, Psalm 27, David is recounting times where he's cried aloud. He's seeking the face of God. You know, and he says, you have not forsaken me, God of my salvation. You know, he even says, like, his human parents have forsaken him, but the Lord will take him in. And then, you know, at the end of uh, at the end of the psalm, he ends it with, wait for the Lord. So he's telling his people, this is written by King David, wait for the Lord, be strong, let your heart take courage, wait for the Lord. So he can be, this could be his personal talking to himself to wait for the Lord, but also this could have been sung in the congregation, which I'm sure it was, and he's reassuring Israel to wait for the Lord. You know, your humans will let you down, but the Lord will not. Just wait for him. Yeah, like I think a part of the part of the Christian life <clears throat> like a key word of the Christian life I think is endurance it's pretty um, yeah, it's, it's part of it's part of the race that we run you know we have to endure to the end those who endure to the end will be saved uh, so you, trouble's gonna come hardship's gonna come you know everybody experiences it in in different ways different levels of hardship you know we're not persecuted over here like some countries are where it's yeah. illegal like we're, we're making a podcast and we're going to post it like where people can hear it uh in many countries they're not allowed to do that and if they do post something or get something out under underground and they get caught they will be executed for it so we're not persecuted in that way but those people are still trusting in the lord right and, right. It, and it goes back to what you were saying before to trust to the end they know the ending so they're willing to die because they know whether i live whether i die i'm with the lord right and that's really you know what it, what it all comes down to exactly is that we trust him in our salvation that we will be with god forever 
So what? why do we worry here? Why can't we trust him here in these other things that we want, these material things, which are blessings and they're not bad things, but maybe we get too hung up in, in trusting him for the wrong things. Right. And we take our focus off of the kingdom. Seek first the kingdom. Well, we can't seek, seek the kingdom until our hearts are changed. And once our hearts are changed, that's the only way we seek the kingdom. But then we slip back into the flesh sometimes and not trusting. I was going to say something else too, but I forgot. <laughs> I had a fault. And now I know, it's I keep gone. losing my thoughts. Too. <laughs> uh, my, oh, go ahead. No, this just popped out. My eye is not on the dense fog, but on the living God who controls every circumstance in my life. I don't know. That's, no, that's um, good. Yeah, so God controls everything anyway, so why worry? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, our circumstances get so, get to lead, you know, like we see that. That's the dense fog probably referred to right there is whatever circumstance you're in. Yeah. And we can't focus see on that. See through it. I love, my favorite promise of the Bible is when Jesus says, in this world you will have trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He's not like sugarcoating anything. He's not saying, oh, you're going to have your best life now because you follow me. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, in this world, you're going to have trouble. You're going to have tribulation. People will hate you. You know, they're going to treat you like they treat me. But just general troubles are going to come. Daryl gains a new hater every day. (laughs) (laughs) You can only be so lucky. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But no, like when, when, when he promises that, that's even more proof that this is real he's Mm -hmm. not you know we don't follow jesus and things are perfect he says you're gonna have trouble but then what does he say take heart i have overcome the world so we put our trust in the one who overcomes the world who saves the world through him who died on the cross for sinners and then he didn't stay dead he rose again and he's risen He's ascended. You see that's the right hand of the Father. He overcame the world. He overcame sin. He overcame death. We put our trust in Him for salvation, for the forgiveness of sins. What more do we need to trust Him for? It's easy to say. It's hard to do. <laughs> and it's also, it's, it's also, I mean, He's also with you in those troubles. So it's not like, you may feel like you're alone sometimes, but you're not. He goes before you. <laughs> he stands behind. <laughs> no. no I'm always. The song Jackson lyrics song are always coming. Head. <laughs> what? You are not alone. <laughs> oh my gosh. Was that not the Free creepiest? Willy. Was that Free Willy? Was that from Free Willy? I don't know. If you know out there if that now Michael Jackson song was multiple from layers Free Willy, that popped up into my let us know. head, but. Um, we have a younger crowd. They probably don't even know that song. <laughs> that was the creepiest video ever. I was like, what is going on here? Don't watch it if you haven't seen it. <laughs> <sighs> Poor Michael. Michael. Anyway, yeah, I hope we're my- not alone. Uh, in the- <laughs> Jesus is with us. Yes. <laughs> what What encouragement can we give to people out there besides not to listen to us anymore but because <laughs> no. i'll start singing tom petty michael jackson <laughs> well the, 
that's one. You are not alone. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the best way, one of the best ways, I mean, my opinion, to trust God more, we need to be in prayer more. We need to read the Bible more, mm-hmm. be around others who are Christian who can encourage us, disciple, being discipled, uh, going to, to Sunday service, mm-hmm. to, to worship corporately, because then we're going to hear, you know, hear the pastor speak from God through his word, remind us of the promises, remind us of the gospel, that we have been saved, sing songs. Some some songs we sing are crying out to God, saying, you know, I want to trust you more. And some are reminding us that we can trust him more, reminding us again of his promises, that he won't leave us or forsake us, that he has overcome the world. So, and then throughout the week, sing these songs to yourself. Sing them in the car. Put them on when you're getting ready for work. And just be reminded of these glorious promises of God. And look heavenward. Seek the kingdom. Look heavenward. Be You know, there's a saying out there, don't be so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good. But we need to be more heavenly minded so we are more earthly good. You know, the more we, we think about the things to come, the more we'll be encouraged to live this life. I was just listening to Steve Lawson talk about that. Really? <laughs> Steve Lawson? I love Steve Lawson. Maybe that's where I heard it. I'm sure. <laughs> I was like, hey, like just today in the car, I was looking for something to listen to. And I was like, oh, see what Steve has to say. Mm-hmm. But he probably know, said yeah. like, you don't want to be so heavenly minded. You're so <laughs> earthly good. I can't do a Southern accent. Yeah, but that, Steve Lawson. That sounds nothing like Steve. But <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no Michael Jackson. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, so, <sighs> so continue to read your word. Continue to go to church. Continue to fellowship yeah. and, and be discipled. Continue to pray. And, and put the kingdom first. Yes. And everything else will f- fall into place. And falling into place doesn't mean making you comfortable and happy. Falling into place might be, you know, that God is working on you, so it's going to be uncomfortable for a while. But just take heart that in that discomfort comes something beautiful it's part of god's plan for your life you know people say that god has a plan for your life Mm -hmm. i think people always take that as oh everything's gonna be okay you know (laughs) you know god has a plan for your life that through this struggle it will all end for the good of the kingdom Mm -hmm. and not just you for for others so that's awesome yeah. I don't think I've ever so. thought of it that way. Because sometimes I get tired of people saying, telling others, oh, God has a... Because they say, <laughs> usually say, God has a wonderful plan for your life. Yeah. Well, I, I can hear Joel say it like that. God yeah, has a wonderful a plan for you. Yeah. <laughs> Just look at my smile. Look, look at my God, smile. God has, God has a wonderful plan for your life. This is my Bible. <laughs> and it says he has a wonderful plan for my life. But he he might have... And it is like, wonderful, but right, it's, it it is, and it's it won't glorious. Look that way to you. And yeah. Everything works together for the good, who are, who love God and called according to His purpose. But it, yeah, it might not look wonderful to us. It might mm-hmm. look terrible to us. It might be, you know, it looking like a disaster. But it is, like you said, for His ultimate glory. And right, I mean, the ultimate 
plan again of salvation was predetermined that he would crush his son <laughs> like he crushed his own son so so we can be forgiven so calamity may come in our lives but it's for his glory and we gotta just do the hard thing of, of trusting and waiting and just encourage others and gather all the more as we see the day draw near right so you know what happened on this podcast i learned stuff (laughs) (laughs) and i hope you did too (laughs) well i didn't learn anything that's good (laughs) (laughs) so if you want to uh follow us on facebook you can our facebook is what are we even doing here and also it's the same on twitter and we're still trying to figure out what that twitter thing is but but my dog knows that's why she's she's saying she's um rougher rougher. uh (laughs) your mic's not on but uh you can also follow us on itunes chances are you might be listening to us on itunes or on soundcloud follow us there as well uh, but if you're on iTunes and you hear us, please go and leave a uh, review, a five-star review, because five stars is a lot better than four stars, and five is my favorite number. So a five-star review, because it's my favorite number, and David Wright's number? <laughs> yeah, David Wright, who uh, is my favorite baseball player, who hasn't played in like two years, because he's injured but anyway so yeah those are the places itunes soundcloud twitter facebook and also uh, we're going to start putting out uh, blog posts so you can follow us at what are we even doing here.com so those are the places to find us and that's that so would you like to sign us off karen with that i will sign us off Until next time, we pray that you seek the kingdom of God and that you will continue to learn what we are even doing here. Grace and peace. It's calm on top, swimming like heck on the bottom.